Good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 10 of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm Fergus, I'm joined today by Manny, and later on we'll be joined by Reese Waite from Arsenog. Um, we're going to cover the Swansea game, the Everton game, way, the North London derby, and our debate is going to be all around the transfer window, contracts, treatment of ex-players, and so on. Really hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, we're good. We are good. How are you, mate? Not too bad after Jesus, what a weekend. <laughs> oh, what a week. What a week. It's been a roller coaster. It has been. Um, we will, uh, first of all, just make apologies for um, Mike. Mike's had to be called away at the last minute. It was a family a family thing to sort out. So family is far more important than Arsenal. Um, so he's he's sorting that out. So it's myself and Manny. And hopefully later on, we'll have, uh, we'll have Reese from Arsenal join, join us. Yeah. Um, yeah, long week. So what do, what do we have with... Um, we had uh, the Swansea game, didn't yeah. we? And then we had, uh, obviously, the most important weekend of the weekend uh, of the of, of the year with uh, my birthday, uh, and you got the opportunity to meet me physically again. Uh, well, not that physical, but you know what I mean. You, you know, it wasn't that much of an important weekend. I mean, it's just your birthday. It's just you. I mean, bloody hell, man! You're making it sound way more important than it actually was. Hey, listen, I'm I'm, I'm close. I'm, I'm close to the end. Oh, you, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you are something oh. else, man. I tell you. Hey, listen. If you if you put yourself out to be laughed at and ridiculed at, you might as well make a good job of it, like which I did on uh, Sunday evening. I, I I may have had a sherbet or two, but when I put that uh, that little video clip up on um, Guns and Yellow Ribbons Facebook page, I was it obvious? I still haven't watched it. I refuse to watch it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, let's no. <laughs> let's just leave it at that one. Oh, we're going to hell. Abama Yang. Manamana. Oh my god. We'll revisit that later on. No, I just we thought I'd give a little, a little taster of, uh, you know, we'll probably see what Reese thinks of it. So I'm sure Mike loves it. Um, I know I've got a few yellow cards along the way. You deserve a red. On the, on the Arsenal fans forum. <laughs> you need a red. You deserve a red. Like, it, oh, it's, oh, you're going to hell. I'm just saying that now. You're going to hell. First class ticket. Uh, right. So, uh, score predictions. Predictionally, we'll probably pick that up with Mike next week. Is probably the best thing. But we'll make our predictions of what I predicted. Three. Was it three nil? I predicted. Three nil. I said three nil. Yes, you did. Mike said three one. I think he did. And, yeah, and you said 2-1. <sighs> yeah. yeah that and went you're, well. you're, sorry, go on. That went well. That really went well. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you, you two, you two uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, 
I got Mike got the score the right way, but the wrong way around, didn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, who could have anticipated such an abysmal performance? I mean, hey, there you go. That's Arsenal for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover that in a minute. So you're joining the race because uh, you're going to join us more often. And yeah, sure. uh, you're on one point. Okay. Um, and Mike's on six and I'm on eight. Uh, so basically, I'm still winning. Yeah, whatever. I'll catch up soon enough. You said three 0 to Arsenal against Swansea, forgetting that we're away from home and we can't defend. You must have been smoking, mate. I don't smoke. I gave up cigarettes many years ago, and I don't do the herb. <laughs> yeah, sure. I believe uh, no, 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 no. I, 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 no. Mm. Beer is my beer is my vice, and uh, I'm very good at that. Yeah. Okay. I believe okay. you, mate. <laughs> We'll keep the prediction for the Tottenham game till later on. Oh, God. Yeah, let's do that, man. Let's do that. So, Swansea away. We're oh. losing 3-1. What were your thoughts? Oh, as soon as that match was over, I was like, you know what? This is typical Arsenal, to be fair. Um, I mean, that sort of performance has been going on for the last 10 years, so I don't know why we should be shocked now. It's just I ask myself this question, and it's like, when will this team learn you know and then and then I think to myself you know what the last team didn't learn the team in 2010 2009 2008 didn't learn so I can't expect this team to learn either you know what I mean it was abysmal disgusting the thing that uh, I remembered more than anything else it was pissing down with rain there and the last mm-hmm. the last time we lost to Swansea away was November 2014 and I happened to be the other side of the pond in Boston Gooners pub um, Mike will be aware of it which is uh, the Lear um, I think we touched on it uh, last week uh, before I was uh, uh, thinking that we'd uh, lose that but they're the only last they're, they're the only times we've lost in the last five or six years so, yeah, well, you, you know, was it was that the game where Callum Chambers got roasted by Jefferson Montero? Yes, it was. Oh, great. Uh, great. So, yeah, was- and we had another player who got roasted um, by a Swansea player, but <sighs> we had no Jack. We had no Jack Wilshere to start off with. No, apparently he was ill. You know, make of that what you will, but we missed him badly. We really did, but he, he, um, he still wasn't in the lineup for for the starting lineup against um, against Everton in the in the later game that we'll cover. Um, so I yeah. expect he may well have been ill. There's loads of shit gone round, Jesus. So yeah, I guess. But yeah, we, we missed him. We missed him because that midfield three was a complete disaster. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if they knew what their roles were. I mean, at one point, Elneny was in defence. Xhaka was doing nothing like he usually does. And Ramsey, well, yeah. Anyway. Ramsey got a lot of slating, but in fairness, did you not see the clearance he did off the the line? That tackle? Congratulations. Like, I, I applaud him for that. But apart from that, what did he do in the game? Nothing. Nothing. He he didn't. I don't think he was right up to speed. I said before in the last podcast, I said that we should have actually uh, had him come off the bench for Jack, and I think that might have well been the plan. Our for Shaka, um, and that might well have been the plan. But with Jack being ill, that type of scuppered things up again. Uh, but Mustafi, Jesus Christ! You know what? It's it's. I'm going to point back to something you guys said in the last podcast, which is. 
Kashoni and Mustafi, I don't think they have, you know, the, the, the understanding that they should have. And it was so apparent in this game. I was sitting there watching this and I'm like, who is the leader? Who is... I, oh, I just couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand it. That whole defense, Monreal included, nobody can cover themselves in glory. I don't care if Monreal scored that goal. Well, Monreal leading up to the goal, Jesus, I don't know how many wee bigs he's having in the morning, but gee, that was a a great goal, the first goal, I thought. It was. It was. I'll give him his credit. You know, he, he, the timing of his run was perfect and the ball from Ozil was sublime yes sublime this this is the reason why people say he is the best playmaker in the world for balls like that the vision and the perfection of that ball and Monreal was right on point with it with his run it was perfect it was perfect I wouldn't have had any other player on that on that ball to be fair we were lucky not to concede a uh, penalty to Mustafi um, early on Alneni I think done the last tackle yeah Um, uh, but Lee Mason in fairness the referee had perfect positioning uh, I think if, 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 if there have been many other refs including our, our uh, friend let's Mike not go Dean there. let's not go there <laughs> let's not go there let's leave him be let's leave yeah, him be yeah. you said no the C step. words you said no C words so yeah let's leave that alone Okay. Okay. So we're 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 one we're one nil. Nacho is like going to be our super striker, defender, whatever he wants to be at the minute. Yeah. Um. Then it goes one one. Um. Ozil pass uh, fails to get to Bellerin, inter- intercepted by uh, Molson, mm-hmm. equalizer by Coulson. What the fuck is Shaka just standing? Back and looking at the ball for now, now. This is this is what I'm talking about. Now we're expecting. We already know that Xhaka is not a defensive midfielder, and his defensive capabilities are lacking majorly because it looked like he was just looking at the raindrops and admiring how clear they were, while Klukas just ran right past him, as if he wasn't even there. He might as well have been invisible. Seriously, and, and the- and these players, look, okay, yeah, they're Premier League players, but they're hanging out. They're at the bottom of the table. They haven't won a game. Well, the one against Liverpool in, yeah. the, uh, in the in the FA Cup, wasn't yeah. it? Not Liverpool at the FA Cup. But they haven't won a game in the league for God knows how long. No, 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 you got it the wrong way around. West Brom locked Liverpool at the FA Cup. They beat Liverpool in the league. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, that was the second game in the league that they've won in, I think it's probably the, the, the what, they've only won... Oh, I've not got the right league up in front of me. Don't worry. So that they, they haven't won many games, and yeah, to, yeah new manager syndrome. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you're playing against a team that are pretty much fighting for their lives. Okay, they've got nothing to lose. Swansea had nothing to lose. So you're playing a different animal here. You're playing a different team to the to Chelsea. Okay, so you got to go there. The weather's terrible. They've got their tails up because they've just beaten a top six team. You've got to be wary and you've got to be respectful of who you're playing against. And it's clear that I don't know what the hell Xhaka was doing away with the fairies, admiring whatever the hell he was admiring, pixie dust, whatever it is. But he was just not picking up his man. And this is not the first time. This is not the first time. This is a recurring, a recurring incident with this dude. And I don't know how much more we're going to take before he's dropped. Uh, yes, I think he should be dropped. But I also don't like some of the abuse he's taken on Twitter and, and so on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let, 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 you know what? Let's get into that. Let's, let's get into that really, really quickly. Now, 
Arsenal fans can be the greatest fans on the planet, right? You know that. I know that. Support the team through thick and thin. Go up and down the country. Go around Europe. Go around the world. The support for Arsenal is immense. Then there is that dark side to Arsenal fans. Yes, he's having a terrible season. And if you want to criticize him on his performances, go ahead. That's all fair game. But where you cross the line is when you start sending death threats, when you start threatening the man, you're going way too far. And I think as Arsenal fans, we need to take responsibility. Right. Those people, those people may be trolls, right? But at the same time, if you're an Arsenal fan and you're seeing those things, it is your duty to report whoever it is that's doing it. Because that's wrong. hundred percent agree. It's a game of fucking football. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a game of football. It's not life and death. Yes, we all make it feel like life and death and we it consumes our life well definitely consumes mine yeah. um, it, it consumes our lives and we uh, spend fortunes supporting and socializing around it yeah. but for anybody to go out there either get uh, racially or uh, verbally abused yeah a bit of banter and a bit are oh, you fucking this that and the other is yeah. not necessarily perfect but that's that's the game but as soon as people start getting deeply personal uh who was the guy the west uh, in the west ham game the other week uh, and had a go at uh Is it yeah yeah liver, livermore and yep. uh, losing his baby yep. and those sort of scumbags and people doing death threats to shaka uh, and, and, and shit like that that it's just not not called for no. and you know it's it's it was was it the week that uh, cyril regis uh was um was uh, was buried as well. So mm-hmm. you know they they but they, they been up with shit back then. Oh. You know, but, <laughs> so, I, I, it, I, Fergus. Honestly, I I can't even imagine some of the things that people like Sir Regis were being subjected to in those days. I mean, go to Russia next summer for the World Cup. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm good where I am. I'm I'm good where I am. Russia does not interest me in this. In, yeah, whatever. But they had to take it. And there was no social media, right? Or else it would have been 10 times worse. There was no social media. But imagine being Cyril Regis and you're going to take a corner or you're scoring a goal and somebody is abusing you and throwing bananas at you and calling you all sorts of names. Right Now, that must hurt. Now, I can't imagine what Jacques must have felt like to see that his own fans are sending him death threats. Even they may be trolls because they cannot be Arsenal fans. A lot of- I, I think a lot of them are just silly fucking idiot children. Uh, I, I, that, well, I, I, I'd like to think that they're just like spotty teenagers who don't understand what the proper etiquette of the way you speak in, in, in the real world yeah. and that they just think, type it on a keyboard, it doesn't matter. It does fucking it matter. Does. If somebody comes along and sells me a shitty email at work, it pisses me off, you know? And if somebody comes along and sends me uh, a text saying they're going to do this, that and the other... That, that can worry you. As likewise, you get a nice message from the wife saying nice things. It makes you feel good. Words, whether they're written or spoken, still mean the of same. Course, so. Of course. And, but you got to ask this question. How many of those people who sent death threats would actually say it to his face? Oh, none. Exactly. None. Because it's all well and good being on the keyboard and doing it. But if you're not man enough to say to the person's face, don't type it. 
around. I, I expect that 95%, maybe more, would be starstruck. They've met an Arsenal uh, footballer. They'd want a selfie and they'd put it straight on Facebook, Twitter, Insta, whatever. Uh, and they'd be delighted with themselves and claim, oh, yeah, my mate Shaka. Very few of them, even if they thought he was shit, would go, Shaki, you're shit. There will be some, and, you know, fair play. If you do yeah. it the right way and you say, Shaka, honestly, mate, you're having a fucking mare these days, that, that's fine. But as I've said, even with uh, Arsenal Fans Forum, there's, and when we were talking in the pub at the weekend, it's all about respecting people's opinions exactly. and, respecting, and respecting people. So you, that, that that's the way I am anyway. So no respect is something that modern day society is lacking. Period. People do not understand the concept of respect, which is why there is trolls, which is why there are people who aren't trolls who do it as well because they don't understand what respect is. But if it was done back to them. Maybe they will understand what it means, but society as a whole is a mess. Social media is positive and it can be negative, but then you have people like that, you know? Yeah. Listen, we could go on for about six weeks on this one. The next, uh, since we're in such a good mood, um, it's not even half time yet. We're at 1-1. Then Rambo, he loses the ball. Your mate <laughs> loses the ball to Fur, uh, showing his lack of fitness, in my opinion. Um, uh, lucky that Fur was greedy and he didn't lay it off to his colleague, because if he'd laid it off, that was that was going to be 2-1 yeah. before half time. I mean, uh, you know what? The, the, yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of Ramsey, you know, but I'm not just going to chew him out for his performance on the day. Everybody was shocking. Nobody can cover themselves in glory. Everyone was uh, in, in fairness, for the, the first 20 minutes, there was... Uh, Mustafi was definitely crap. Um, Monreal was playing well. Uh, the first 20 minutes, I thought we were okay. El Nenny was doing well. And once we conceded that first goal, um, it just went, it just went downhill. Uh, uh, you, know, you know what was irritating about, about that performance, right? Is you're playing Swansea, you've got 10 men behind the ball, right? And you're playing forward, sideways, backwards, sideways, backwards, barely any crosses in the box. And for Swansea, it was easy. Swansea just sat there and said, you know what? Break us down. Break us down. Yeah, but Nathan Dyer had the game of his season. He was tearing down that was it the left-hand side and he was just ripping Montreal who totally lost his confidence and you can see from uh, the second goal I've got the stat on there uh, Arsenal have won four of the last six fixtures at Swansea away to Swansea so the two that I've watched in depthly which is the one in Boston and the one the one uh, the other night yeah. uh, last week um uh, we both lost, so I don't think I'll watch a Swansea away anymore. Nope, don't do it. Um, uh, but yeah, two one. Montreal, first of all, watches that ball go out. He's given it fifteen fucking minutes, in my view, to roll out. He could have easily taken that ball and passed it back to uh, check, uh, hoofed it up the pitch somewhere. He lets it roll out. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Let the ball roll out. You regain possession, which he had anyway, really, in my view. He regains possession, but he takes the sloppiest 
oh, the, the sloppiest um, uh, throw in you could you, you could think of. Back to Mustafi. Mustafi's under pressure again by Dyer. Uh, Dyer <laughs> again was roasting him, and he panics rather than just hoofing it. He puts it back to check. Now. I, I don't know, off the three of them, who's the most to blame. Czech comes out, takes it on his left, hits possibly the bottom of his shin, stroke, ankle, rather. He doesn't connect on it correctly. And, and there's three players closing down on me. Uh, I personally thought that Czech was least... Uh, to blame. I think he was put under too much pressure. And I, I was really hoping, I'm looking forward to your, your opinion, but I was really hoping that Mike, because Mike, we had a text uh, conversation, I think the three of us on the, yeah. on, on the group, um, and Mike was not having me letting check nope. off. And I'm not about to let you have that either. I think, you know, out of the three, all right, let's, 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 Fucking yeah, let's, let's go now, back, let's go back, right? So Monreal, let's go out of play. Okay. Fair enough. Instead of clearing it downfield, whatever. Let's do that. Then he plays the throw-in to Mustafi. Mustafi is under very little pressure, I believe, anyway. He's under very little pressure, but it seems to be the Arsenal way that whenever you're in in the back, you know, in defence, instead of clearing the ball, you want to play it out, right? So Mustafi had a chance to clear it, and again, he didn't. Now, the reason why I'm making check culpable is that he can see that Mustafi is, hasn't got anywhere to go and you know because you play the Arsenal way that he's going to pass it and the only person he can pass it to is you so as the most experienced player on that team you should anticipate that the ball is going to come to you so you get your feet ready you anticipate that ball is going to come to you but check out of the three was the one who panicked the most he panicked you should anticipate that ball from Mustafi and clear it first time. You are ready. Your feet are set. You know what you're going to do. He panicked. I think Mustafi just had one fucking bad day at the office and he should have cleared that ball. And I think Czech was expecting him to clear that ball. And when the ball come back, yeah, he probably did panic, but he's thinking, what have you done come to me? On. And and Dyer, there was three players closing down on Czech. Come on, Fergus. This is the Arsenal way here. When do we ever I, clear the ball? When, we do, when do we ever just do the basics? All right, the basics. When you're in defence, clear it but we don't. We usually play out. That's exactly what Mustafi did. Czech should have anticipated that. And he panicked. You are the most experienced player on that team. How many times has a bad pass come to you under pressure? How many times has he done that in his career? You should be ready. Well, I think think, think in his three years at uh, Arsenal, he's done it a few times, hasn't he? His his, his distribution is is shocking, first of all. But no, you're not getting away with this one. Okay, okay. I, I still think all three of them fucked up. It all started with Manreal. Mustafi's having a bad day at the office. And Czech is the least culpable of the nope, three. Don't agree. It, it, if, if Monreal didn't do what Monreal done in the first place by letting the ball play out and being very sloppy, very lazy, uh, you know, we're at 1-1. It's not like we're 1-0 and he's flying up the wing again. You know, it's we've conceded we're making mistakes at this point and it's in the second half. I don't agree. Uh, I don't agree. Check had enough time. I do not agree with you. It's, it's a total fuck up. I actually have got the clips on, on, on the notes I've got here. I've got the clips and I was tempted to put it back on again and watch it, but I won't talk. But I'm, actually, that's a positive. I mightn't talk. Not to lose, uh, <laughs> let's, let's just leave, uh, leave it alone. 
It's painful to move back on. So Mustafi heads the ball back into the 18-yard box to the feet of Dyer. Mustafi not having a good day at the office. That's the next cock up by Mustafi. It's just, oh my God, it's just error after error after error. I was going mad at this point because I was just like, how bad can you actually be? Like, this was a complete good. Dyer should have punished us. That should have been free run right there and then. You know, because check. Could- Don't worry, was it? It, didn't, it didn't take much longer. We, we had, we had, um, Mickey got close, didn't he? But he was, uh, it was saved and it was offside. Um, and then we had a cross into the box that could have been, uh, yeah. Could that be the case? Yeah, a decent cross. That Mkhitaryan I noticed on Saturday as well. Uh, Mkhitaryan, the cross he's put in the box. He's so much better than Walcott, so much better than Bellerin, so much better than everybody else we've had out in the wing before. And on the Everton game, I think even um, Martin Keown mentioned that at last, it's the first time since, since Robert Perez that somebody actually looks comfortable out on that wing. Yeah, it's, in- it's interesting, you know, because when I think Mkhitaryan, I think number 10. That That's the first thing that comes to my mind. But he, pl- he played on the wing for Man United yeah. very rarely, obviously. But And he also, I think, he played on the wing at, um, at so Dortmund. I he was a number 10 at Dortmund. Then he just floated to the wings. I thought he had more had more of a free role. But, but I th- you know what? I think all our players have... If you look at when Sanchez like, was there... Um, <laughs> Let it go, Fergus. Let it go. I need to get that audio off. No, I haven't got that audio. Can you not? Just, just the thing is, just let it go. He's gone now. He's gone. He's gone. Let it go. Yeah. No, but when when, when Sanchez, Ozil, whoever that front row, Walcott, it's all very fluid. Everyone can move around. Just uh, how many times you've seen. Ozil start on the left and flick over to the right and then be through the centre. I think that's just the way they are. They, they're just yeah. interchanged together. So 3-1 on the night. Monreal, poor attempt to clear. Uh, leaves him on his arse. Mustafi is attempting to tackle, but dare not give a penalty away while Shaka uh, yet you, again you know, I'm, I'm so sick of talking about this dude. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go as far as abuse him, but he should not be anywhere near that team and the fact that he has started every Premier League game this season says a lot about the guy in charge uh, I, I, he's in a love affair with him it's him and Rambo so I, the thing I can understand why Ramsey's in the team you can see why he's in the team his engine and he's up and down and he can get you a goal and you, you understand why he's in the team I understand that even though I don't like the guy but Xhaka I sit here and I'm, I ask myself what exactly do you bring to the table he was going to bring a bit of steel, wasn't he? Because we, we saw him. Really? But, but as soon as we signed him, if you go back to the was it the Euros or the World Cup um, when we signed him, and he was playing for Switzerland, uh, and he got sent off quite quickly. And that's the, you know whether the, the the Swiss had the shit shirts that um, Puma shirts, funnily enough, uh, that ripped yeah. apart. Um, yeah, yeah. But he got signed. We signed him just before the tournament. Um, it would have been the World Cup, wasn't it? No, yeah. the Euros. It was the Euros. Euros. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he he got sent off quite quickly, and he, he just it makes very rash tackles and stuff like that. I like the steel, and I think that's what we need some steel in there. But I think we've identified the wrong guy. I mean, does he add steel? 
Um, that, that's because I don't see it. Maybe I'm that, just blind, but I don't see it. That's um, that's what he he was meant to do. Sorry, somebody just messaged me with that um, spam thing. Wow, Fergus, is this you? And I do worry sometimes that they are actually real clips of me somewhere at the football. <laughs> It's not you, don't worry. Yeah, no, no, it's not me. And do not click on that link if you get it. So um, um, we then move on to uh, obviously a very famous day in everybody's calendar. Uh, you know, you invited me out and called me out. I got um, a license from my wife for the day. <laughs> as it was my birthday. Did I mention that? Have I mentioned it was my birthday? Oh, you well, actually, it wasn't my birthday on the Saturday. I just made it my birthday on the Saturday as well as the Sunday. So. Oh, you, you, oh, God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? So, we, I, it, it was an early start for me. I think my first beer was just before, well, just after 11, I think. Um, I had a couple of beers. Jesus yeah, Christ. a couple. Of, I had about three or four beers before I got down to London. Then got to the Tolly around two. Um, and I met up with Mark, Mark Porter and Martin Kelly, uh, who were in yeah. there already. And then uh, your your mob turned up. So there was yourself, there was Reese, and there was Floyd, your brother, and bloody hell chalk and cheese, aren't you? Oh, God. Yeah, we're, we're totally different human beings. I mean, he's nice. Yeah, he is, you actually. Know? Yeah, I'd agree with that. That's 100% perfect, perfect description. Yes, he's nice. He will. He won't say a bad. Well, actually, he will say a bad word about someone. But he's 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 the sweet one. Okay, he's the, he's the lovable one. You know what I mean? And then you have me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we we had a good chat. Uh, that was it. Was actually I quite enjoyed the the, the chat we had and uh, a couple yeah. of beers. Uh, and then you guys headed off to the twelve pins. I thought you were going to a protest. Oh God! You know what we were going to, and then we sat there and we looked at each other and thought, you know what? Yeah, this is first of all, it's bad timing. Second of all, it's cold, it's windy, it's raining. I am not about to walk these streets any longer than I have to. So we just looked at each other and said, you know what? Sod this. Let's just go and get a drink. And that's exactly what we did. Well, and you still didn't allow me to get that drink. I, I didn't stop you. I, 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 what do you mean? Yes, you did. No, no, no. Okay. My, my, my thoughts are is you came. I invited you to come and meet me in the pub and we, we arranged to meet. So as uh, me being there first, I would never let somebody buy the first drink when they come into a pub. It's just one of these things. Yeah, but I told you, I'm like, listen, you ran for the hills when you finished. No, no, no. It's it's your birthday, right? Let me get you a drink. You were insistent. I just said, no, I'll give you boys a drink. You were insistent, but it was your birthday. So I technically, I should have just been, you know what? I want to get you a beer. I should have insisted a little bit more. But hey, you wanted to get them. So go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. (laughs) I'm not going to stop you, but I still owe you one. First of all, Tolly is probably the most Arsenal pub I've ever been in. You know, like seeing the cannon like outside it and then walking in and it's a sea of Arsenal fans. It was it felt like it felt like walking into a family party, you know. It, it is and, good on, on, and, on a big cup day. I've got outside there before the North London Derby and places like that. And it's it's nuts. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I, it was eleven years ago. 
semi-final second leg. So last week, um, and we I, I just left my old job and was joining the, the job I'm in now. And um, uh, myself and my mate Gary uh, headed down there and it was three o'clock in the afternoon. Bear in mind, it's a 7.45 kickoff. We got in there and we're standing on the tables and people are standing on the bar, hitting the roof, going, what do you think of Tottenham? And fucking hey, Tottenham, fucking hey, Tottenham. I'm not singing, by the way. I'm just describing uh, what, what was there. But hey, it doesn't half rock. Um, I've been, it, it's not one I normally go to. Uh, I, I just, it's easier for me. I suppose it wouldn't be that much more difficult for me to go there. Yeah, we should we should make, meet up there uh, the next time, maybe our time afters. I, I've just got drawn to the George, and that's where a few of us just keep on meeting because it was easy and close. Um, I think I prefer yeah. the George over the Tollington, but the George you need a decent day because uh, it's too big, uh, too small, and you're outside all the time. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's way too small in there. And the last time I was in there, like for the Huddersfield game, considering that it was freezing outside, it was a hot box oh, in geez. there. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Bloody hell. Yeah. So that brought us into the Arsenal-Everton game. Because uh, I stayed in it with uh, Martin and Mark and we wandered down. Um, and that brought back the uh, return of uh, the super striker with his golden boots, but he didn't have any golden boots this time. He really had white boots on, uh, of Theo Walcott. It was Sam Allardyce's 500th Premier League game. Um, he's played for seven different clubs, or managed seven different clubs, and never been relegated. And he's chewed about 15,000 tonnes of chewing gum and spat them all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, can I just say he's a prick? <laughs> first things first. That's the first thing that's going to come to. That's going to come out of my mouth. He's a prick, a fat, ugly prick. But I don't know how he does manage it. I, I know I'm going to drop the birthday word in again. But I have seen Sam Allardyce on my birthday more times than not. I'm getting seriously worried. Uh, my brothers used to get me tickets um, from some friends uh, years ago and I used to go to Highbury uh, and it was always uh, Bolton, Kevin Davis. Oh, and and then, oh. then, then it was Blackburn. Oh, and it was just constantly, constantly around my birthday. I think even the time we saw, no, it wasn't. I was, I was thinking West Ham. I think that was Pardew, which is just as bad. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've, I've seen too many Sam Allardyce games. And he's just negative. He, he makes Mourinho look stylish. He, he, but that's, you know what? What was really hilarious to me is that before the game, he comes out and says, Arsenal are terrible defensively, which is, you know, it's true. You know, but, but you're not supposed to say it for whatever. Exactly. All right. Now he tried to play and he admitted it himself after the game. He tried to play like Swansea. Now, for you to go to one of the big teams in the Premier League with the squad that you have, it's not a bad squad. Everton do not have a bad squad. But for you to come to Arsenal and you want to play like the bottom team in the league, that says it all about you, mate. That says it all. And you, you, you haven't put a word wrong there. Uh, to be honest, if you are going to say something like that, you need to back it up. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I think we came out all guns blazing. I know Mustafi nearly got caught short very early on by Balassi, but once he uh, got his shit together, um, we had 
Ozil pulling the strings with Bellerin uh, and Mkhitaryan. You know what? I know Mkhitaryan, I think, got man of the match. Uh, Ramsey got a hat-trick. He had a great game. But you know who one of my... uh, And Ozil was sublime. But you know who my standout player of the game was? I I re-watched the game last night because obviously I was concentrating very, very much on on, um, creating crowd noise and singing my favourite new song. And I'm not going to click the button. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so tempted. Um, It will be. He, he was like reborn, really? honestly, reborn. He was everywhere on that side. Now, I'm a good, I'm not the biggest fan not me. of Iwobi. Uh, I'm not his biggest fan. I think he frustrates me a lot. But, and here's one thing that he has improved from last season, and that is his defensive work. Because last season, if you recall, me and you were having a little bit of, a, of banter regarding Monreal's form. Yes, we're calling it banter. That's what we're calling it. Okay. Now, Monreal's form at the time was awful. He was getting roasted time after time. I remember the PSG the PSG game and Swansea, I think. And you pointed out to me, you're like, oh, because he has a Wobi in front of him and Wobi is not tracking back. Well, it seems against Chelsea as well, I noticed it. Against Chelsea and against Everton, he was back there. Helping out Monreal, doubling you, up on the one walk. Do you think part of that is due to the fact that there's more outlets that he doesn't have to come the whole way forward and try and be the striker as well? He can be the winger uh, and and connect from the defence to the forwards, and he he passed to Ozil or Mkhitaryan, and then they laid into uh, Aubameyang and Rambo through the middle. Middle, like to be honest, uh, I think Ozil got the pass for the first uh, first goal which went to Aubameyang um, and Mkhitaryan and Rambo across. I'm, I'm sure he was involved in that somewhere along the line. Oh, I can't recall. God, I can't recall. But in terms of what you're saying, I think it, 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 it's a combination of that. But it's a, I think it's a combination of the work that he's been doing on the training field as well. So if I'm going to give credit to the coaches, I'll probably give the co- credit for the coaches for that. Because he has improved in that respect remarkably. And he was one of he was a man out of the match, but he was one of the best performance on the pitch on that day. He was up and down. He was picking the right passes, even though sometimes he still stumbles and goes a bit all over the place when he gets in the final third. But defensively, I can't fault him. I really can't. Uh, on on the subject of defensively, are the change in the? It's not really defense. It, it, it's the way that we. Uh, seem to attack at a defence on a set piece for the second goal, which Colchelny scored. Um, Ozil took the corner. Uh, well, Ram- Rambo passed into Aubameyang um, and uh, they team up on a counter-attack and they're unlucky enough to score. But um, Ozil um, to, Musa- to Mustafi and Mustafi to Colchelny. It's the lack of number of bodies in the box when we're attacking a set piece they seem to stand out I, I said this last week they seem to stand out off the edge of the box more what's your thoughts on on do, do you see any tactical changes done on there you know what when you mentioned it in one of the podcasts was it last week or was it the week before can't remember last it was week. last week okay cool so i was looking at that i went back and had a look at that i was like okay i, I see what fergus was talking about and i think it may be something that they are working on um in you know on, on the training ground and it's, it's proven to be effective 
you know, because we seem a bit more dangerous on, on corners. So, it, yeah, I'd, I'd say they've been working on that on the, on the training pitch, which makes a change. And it was good to see Koscielny get another goal again. Yeah, it was. I, I do like Koscielny a lot. You know what I mean? I have done in the past. I just think he's on his way out. Yeah, I was just about to say, I do think he's on his way out. Yeah, I think his Achilles is done, you know, which is a shame because I really do like it. Not long after that, Monreal has an attempt, doesn't he? I think he hits the bar or something like that. He hit the post. post. Everyone was in the pub like, oh, who was that? Who was that? And and it turns out it was little Monreal again. We're like, oh my God, that would have been his third goal in a row. Perfect. It wasn't to be. Wasn't to be two minutes later. Um, Iwobi, who impressed me so far as my notes, um, yeah, he supplies a pass to Ozil onto Rambo, took a slight deflection off Mangala, and it's 3 0. Yeah, so who cares? Who cares? Yeah, listen, Monreal's goal uh, the other week where it went off two players, which was originally was on target in my view. Counted. So Jack starts war- warming up in front of us at 20 minutes and the North Bank give mm-hmm. him a nice big welcome. And you can hear it. I heard it on the commentary last night uh, you, or in, in the background. You can hear us uh, all singing to Jack Wilshire. Uh, so that was yeah. good. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Jack Wilshire and, the, and illness stroke, not illness thing? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if he was ill, fair play. If he wasn't, then what's the real reason why he wasn't in the squad against Swansea? I don't really have yeah. much to say on that. Yeah, yeah. Then we go to Kosielny. He got a yellow card. Robbie Savage on BT Sports said it was correct. Oh, he, he, that, he got the ball. How the hell does that guy have a job? Right. First of all, he was a shit footballer. Right, and he's even worse as a pundit. I don't know how you get you get worse, right? But he's just full of rubbish. The amount of good tackles that he put in, all right, in in his shitty career, to say that that was a yellow card, man, get off the damn, get, get out the booth, seriously. Guy talks a load of rubbish. So Theo gets the ball, and he puts it in typical Theo Walcott um, territory. <laughs> He's got Monreal and Mustafi to get past. He, that's why we got rid of him, don't you think? I guess. I guess. I mean, yeah, he's uh, he's so frustrating because he has he has some qualities. Let's let's give him that. You know, he's quick and he can finish. But yeah, I think that was the right choice to get rid of him. He just he's so frustrating. And. Talk to me then about uh, well we had um, we had Rooney warming up and we had fat granny shagger you're just a fat granny shagger uh, and you can hear that on the telly which was hilarious. Um, talk to me about goal number four by Mkhitaryan and do 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 Obama Young. I'll leave, I'll leave you I'll leave you wax lyrical about that. It was offside I know but let me come on you talk. First, okay, let's let's. First of all, the correct pronunciation of his name is Aubameyang. Yeah, let's let's clear that one up. But for for whoever who can't say it, whatever. So that ball from Mkhitaryan to Aubameyang, I don't care if it was offside or not. We deserved a little bit of luck because we've had decisions go. Well, you guys know. So it was 
perfect through ball, weighted perfectly, and the finish was just quality. That's why we signed him. That's why we spent £56 million on the guy because that's what he does. He's been doing it consistently for years. And we needed somebody like him to just put those chances away. And then uh, Montreal, obviously... Um, deflects a goal wide and Shaka just in yeah. half time what does he do in that box oh my god we were going absolutely crazy in the pub alright because first of all I couldn't tell the difference between Mkhitaryan and Ozil maybe I was blind alright but they just looked alike to me so at first I thought that was Mkhitaryan who was about to shoot right so I was going crazy and I was just saying let the man get his goal let him get a, a home debut goal you prick turns out it was Ozil but still what the hell again was he, he doing he just, it Honestly, I think I think he's totally lost the plot. He should be dropped, and I'd have Ramsey and Wilshire. Uh, in he should have been dropped a long, long time ago, right? But it seems to me because we spent thirty-five million pounds on him, he should start every game. That's not how it goes. You should get in the team on merit. You can count on one hand how many good games Granit Xhaka has had this season. One hand. I'm not even. I'm uh, not even I don't think I can. Really? I can name more. I can Chelsea away. Yeah, he's, he's had he's had one or two games, but it, it's minimal. Uh, the, he, for the amount of good games he has, the amount of mistakes he makes is just he not be in the team. I mean, if an Arsenal winger team is all about keeping possession and then quick passes, somebody like let's put Cazola in this bracket, right? Football brain, right? He sees the pass before the ball even gets to him. With Xhaka, even when he gets the ball, he doesn't know what pass he's going to play and he's a midfielder. He's meant to keep us ticking over, but he gives the ball away. He's slow defensively. He doesn't understand what he needs to do. He's clueless. His stats are really good because he does what um, per Metzaka does, and I'm not criticising Per on this, but short passes, <laughs> sideways, sideways, uh, and the odd wonder pass. So- it's, it's easy to do that. It's easy. Short passes here and there, but when you're watching the match, he should not be on that pitch, period. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So we're on to the second half then, Manny. Yeah, yeah. Um, Monreal off, Kolasniak uh, on at half time. Mm. You know, I really hope that Monreal injury is not serious because he's our best defender. Uh, apparently, it was sickness more than anything else. Oh, okay. So, because I'm, yeah, I'm that, point in, the, in in the first half, you know, I saw him, you know, touch his, grab his right hamstring. So I was getting fretted a little bit, thinking, God, don't don't tell me he's done his hamstring. You know, I don't think he has. I think he just likes his ass. No. <sighs> <laughs> So, uh, Everton, uh, Everton um, put a big high, they've got a high press on, they're pushing at us. Obviously, mm-hmm. Sam Allardyce has tore them a new arsehole uh, at half time. Yeah. And uh, they are, um, they're really, really, really uh, putting us under pressure for the first 10 minutes or so. Um, and I think uh, Kalasniak looked very rusty. Yeah, um, yeah, he did. He, 
left us exposed. Um, and then Nasa, uh, what, Niasi, was it? Niasi? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he hit the post and also injured Peter Cech in the process. Well, before the, even the, the Cech injury, something shocking happened and Theo Walker actually put in a good ball. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Did he? Yes, he did. For that Nias chance, that was Walcott's ball. Uh, it must have, it, he must have, it must be the miss kick or something like that. <laughs> no, give credit where he's due, Fergus. Give credit where he's due. Walcott. Listen, I have his T-shirt and that T-shirt will stay with me forever. It's one of about a hundred oh, in the world. Oh my God, you softy. Jesus Christ, look at you. 2 nil against the Spurs. And that 2-0, that uh, he'll be forever a hero. And I'll tell you what, uh, there probably won't be a, a bust of it, but there'll definitely be a photo uh, in the Arsenal um, the Arsenal Museum about that because that was, that was classic. That was and, class, and yeah. He, he's looked unfulfilled. I wish him all the best to look at Everton. 100%. Um, 100%. And, I, I, and I hope he does well. And now he's not come back to haunt us for this season. I'm fine with it. Oh, yeah. I had, because- a, I had a, little, a little bet with my brother. Um, he bet me 20p. Right? 20p. Totally 20p that Walcott would either create or score a goal in that game. And I was 20p richer by the end of it. Ah, you should you should give him better odds than that. But it was him, not me. <laughs> and he was substituted on the sixty second minute. Yeah, he was I was pretty I was pretty shocked by that. But I guess, you know, Sam Allardyce thought, you know what, let's let's get a bit of height in there. Let's well, get the, a bit of physicality in there. Clivert Lewin came on for him and uh, he scored within Thanks. within uh sixty four minutes. I, I you know what I Partly, uh, I think Mustafi, was it Mustafi or, no, it was Kalasniak, uh, let Calvin Lewin, um, he stood off him to, to, to let yeah. him take a shot at Czech and Czech wasn't 100% fit after the injury um, mm. and he was like minutes away from possibly having a, his 200th clean sheet. The one thing I did like though, on, on the final thing on Theo was um, all the fans in the stadium stood up, gave him a standing ovation and shouted his name out just as a bit of respect. The guy's been really good to us over the years. He's done yeah. absolutely nothing wrong uh, except for just not fulfilled the potential that we thought he he did. Shame for um, for Czech that he didn't uh, keep the clean sheet. But even if he had gone off and we conceded, uh, if Ospina had conceded that, he still wouldn't have had kept his clean sheet because he didn't uh, complete the full game. Yeah, I mean, if, you know what? I think we're... we're, we're jumping ahead a little bit so the second half firstly right, we, I, I think we all anticipated Arsenal were going to drop you know the levels were going to drop from the first half you know so I get, I anticipated that you know we weren't going to be as good but here's the, here's the thing that bugs me a little bit is that if you're going to sit and defend you have to be good at it and that's not in the Arsenal DNA that's not in the Arsenal DNA. I mean, we saw it against Crystal Palace and we saw it again in this game. So if you're going to sit there and have Everton come at you, then you've got to be prepared to defend and defend properly. And it wasn't like Everton weren't created chances. They were, which means you guys are not doing your jobs properly. It's not in the Arsenal DNA to sit and defend. All right. 
but you expect the team to do that. And I was going mental because we were doing, we were making unforced errors again and again and again, just like playing around in our own little area instead of just clearing the ball. See things like that. All right. If you're gonna do, and if you're gonna do a Swansea, do it properly. But that's not in the Arsenal makeup. So I don't think we should be doing that in second halves of games. We should be, you know, sitting a little deeper. I agree with that. But inviting the team on onto us constantly, no, because we we are not built to deal with that sort of pressure. And it told because we conceded, in my eyes, a cheap goal. Yeah, it, it was. A cheap it, was it was. I, I don't think it was helped by the fact that um, one, Koscielny is rusty, and two, Czech was injured. Oh, what? Listen, it doesn't matter who's in that defence. It doesn't matter because we all make the same errors. You know, that, that's all they yeah. do. They make the same errors. So you can't blame Czech. You can't blame Koscielny. You can't blame Kolasinac because it could be Senderos. It could be Torre. It could be Gelklishi. It's the same errors. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and Ospina comes on around 70th minute. I think that stopped probably Lacazette coming on, but needs yeah. must and so on. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, what did you make of Ospina's performance? I think it was reasonably okay. Yeah, I, think, I think he did all right. You know, he didn't do too much wrong. Um, is he going to start against Tottenham? <sighs> I think he, he probably will have to if, if Czech's injured. And you know what? On recent form with Czech, I'd, I'd probably give him a go. But that goes on to something else about transfer windows and so on. Uh, in the summer, yeah, uh, we definitely need two keepers. We do. We do. Because honestly, I don't think I don't think Ospina's going to be here when the summer's done. I don't no, think his contract, so. his contract finishes at the end of the season. So he can... He, oh, he, really? Yeah, he walks. Oh god, yeah. So we need, yeah, we need two keepers. There's, there's no way we can go into another season with Czech. He's been a great keeper, you know, and you can't fault him for that. But since he's been at Arsenal, it's been one mistake after another. His distribution is shaky. He gets beaten at his near post. I mean, it's like we're playing with Matt Macy as opposed to Petr Czech. You know? Yeah, I, I still go back to uh, why Chesney was let oh. go. So let's 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 not talk about that. Um, so seventy three minutes, um, we've got Jack Wilshire stripped off. Mm. Numbers on the board. It's a final bit of play. Um, Mkhitaryan puts in a lovely ball. Oh yeah, and Rambo kills another superstar by Patrick. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know, it's crazy that it keeps happening. It's just insane. But on that Mkhitaryan ball, those sort of crosses that he puts in are made for a Ramsey type of run. Late in the box, perfect ball across simple finish I, I, I know it's only one one game and he, he appeared briefly in this Swansea game um, but he's done the same but Mkhitaryan is looking like what I remembered him at Dortmund before oh yeah uh, it's, it's just a, the new lease of life right he's playing under a different manager a manager who's not negative a manager who's not Mourinho Right, so he he just he wants. It looks like he actually wants to be here. You yes. know, while at United, he was being asked to do a job that 
it's not in his DNA. I think wow, Arsenal is it, it's in his DNA. His style of football suits Arsenal, which lots lots of pundits have said, uh, and the fact that um, his mucker in Aubameyang is there as well uh, has made it even better. He plays with Mustafi. He plays with Ozil. All uh, he, he, no, he's French, isn't he? The French national, isn't he? Um, no, he's got. Uh, so, Gabon, isn't he? So he plays for. He's he's, he's from Gabon. He born in France, but yeah, he decided to play for Gabon. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, but he, he he's probably played with Ozil and uh, Mustafi at various times if he's been in and out of the league. But uh, I'm obviously bullshitting now, aren't I? So just stop digging, Ferg, and carry on. <laughs> um, so Rambo Rambo goes off after his hat trick, um, mm-hmm. and Jack comes on. Um, yeah. Definitely a game of two halves. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did predict the people around me at half time that we would um, we would probably concede one, and maybe yeah. it would be we just stay at four. But the final final one on this on this game um, penalty claim by Calvin Lewin. I think it should have been a yellow for diving. What did you make of it on the 88th minute? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Honestly, I did not see that part because me and the boys left the pub. So, yeah, I didn't watch the highlights either because I just thought, you know, the only highlight I really watched was the Obama Young goal. Okay. I I didn't even even see that incident. I may have to go back and and see that. Okay. Um, Man of the match for you? Um, Mkhitaryan for me. Mkhitaryan, not, 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 not because I dislike Ramsey, you know, I thought, yeah, his free goals were good, whatever, but I think Mkhitaryan did a lot more in that game as a, you know, you know, it's, it's not just, you know, his creativity, but he was tracking back and he was, you know, picking the right pass and he was quick in transition. Yeah, Mkhitaryan for me. And then we've got at the weekend. Oh my God. Oh. You know what, Fergus? This 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 game, uh, and I think it's the same for every Arsenal fan. As soon as the weekend was over and Monday came around, my whole demeanor changed. You know, it was that. Then we got Tottenham on the weekend. You know, and it's 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 that anger where, for me personally. Where are you going to be watching this first of all? I'm going to be at home because I think that's the only place I want to be when I watch that game. You know, I don't want to be around people. I want to be in the space where I can cuss, where I can throw things, where I can punch something and I can get away with it. My local so I'm gonna be at home. <laughs> no, I'm going to be at home. I'm going to be at home. Luckily, there's a, there's enough license just across the road. So if we mess up, yeah, well, <laughs> you know what comes next. I'll, I'll wander to my, uh, my local hostillery and uh, I'll watch it there with some friends. Uh, both Arsenal and Tottenham. There's uh, probably less. Oh God. There's probably less Arsenal because I, I, I'm in Essex, uh, so it's a lot of Tottenham, a lot of West Ham, um, and a few Arsenal. So uh, the governor is an Arsenal, uh, an Arsenal fan. So it does help that when we're playing, the sound is on, and when Tottenham playing, there's no sound and there's music on. So I normally like that. Um, so yeah, I'll watch it there. What's your normal traditions and routines that you have for North London Day? Oh, for the day I wake up really tense. Um, I'm a lot more vocal than I usually am. Um, I will try to distract myself. So I'll usually write because I like to write. I like to, to, to jot things down, be it 
poetry, be it, you know, musical lyrics and things like that. So I like to jot things down. I like, it's the calm before the storm for me. And then as soon as it's, as soon as the teams are announced, my whole demeanor changes. Okay. Completely changes. I get really tense. I don't want to hear from anybody that's not an Arsenal fan. If you're not an Arsenal fan, don't talk to me. Don't text me. Don't call me. Just don't converse with me at all. Just leave me alone. All right. Just leave me alone. Leave me a message and I'll get in touch with you if we haven't messed up. If we have, I'll talk to you next week. (laughs) That's that's how much this game means to me. All right. And then the whole game, I will watch it and every little mistake, I'll go crazy. I turn into my older brother. You know, any little mistake, I'll go mad. <laughs> um, I, I, to know? be honest, I'm glad it's a slightly earlier kickoff only because I pace around all day. I just pace and pace and pace and pace. So I'll be up. I'll probably go out for an early morning run and then get changed, have be Arsenal hoodie on or whatever what some Arsenal colours on anyway and uh, I'll be in the pub for 12 I'll probably have cracked open a beer from the fridge beforehand knowing me um, but it, they, expecting me to do anything or be anywhere is impossible I don't I don't officially work weekends but as uh, as you witnessed my phone is always on um, but yeah yeah Lobe, <laughs> somebody better not ring me between twelve thirty and two thirty. Yeah, it's just, it's just that game has it has an effect on every single Arsenal fan. If you don't feel that nervousness and that just that 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 a little bit of anger in you, right? Before that game, are you really an I Arsenal don't fan? Don't try and feel anger. Honestly, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't like, like, if somebody's a complete twat to me and go, like, uh, I'll feel annoyance and anger towards them for being a twat. Uh, and then if they're not, if they're talking. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, I think you're missing the context I'm putting it in right now. What I mean by anger is you hear their stupid songs, you see their stupid shirt with that disgusting logo, that stupid emblem. You look at their players and it just pisses you off. That sort of anger. That's yeah, what I mean. I, anyway. I, I know what you mean. What? I, do, I do know what you mean. Um, lineups. Go on, go through what you think is your lineup. Ooh, right. So here's 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 what I think. If Mo- it all comes down to if Monreal is fit, right? If Monreal is fit, we go with a back four. If he isn't, I think Wenger will go with a back three, and Kolasinac will play in the left wing back role because Kolasinac is better as a wing back than a left back. Defensively, he's not the best. You know, so I think having somebody behind him that can cover for his defensive deficiencies, that works better. He doesn't work well in the back four. But I'm going on the basis that Monreal is going to be fit and I'm going to go spinner and goal. And I'm assuming checks out as well. So spinner and goal. Bellerin, Koscielny, Mustafi, Monreal. Ooh, in midfield. If you're going to play Ramsey and Wilshire in the same team, then you have got to be solid everywhere else. So I'm going to go with those two 
in the middle because I've got confidence in, in Montreal. Um, on the right, I'm going to go with Mkhitaryan. Um, yeah, of course. Mkhitaryan. Wobi goes on the left because I think... Oh my God. <sighs> you need help. You need help. You need help. But yeah, I think Obama Young is going to start. I, was hoping, I think he's going to start. I was hoping to try and catch you just as you went Aubameyang. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, I was going... I was going to mention him, okay? And then you went ahead and just... Whatever, fuck. You, oh, you need help, Fergus. You need help. Um, and obviously Ozil in the number 10 role. Uh, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I would go at three at the back. You'll go with a three. I go with three. I would have uh, Monreal, uh, Mustafi, uh, Kalshelny. I would have okay. Kolasniak because he had Troupier in his pocket uh, in the home leg, and he's oh, yeah, strong. He him. Um, I'd yeah. have Hector on the opposite side. I personally would have Jack and um, uh, Jack and uh, Jack and Jill, Jack and Rambo uh, in the midfield. Ozil and the same front three. Um, it will be our Lacazette. Don't know. You got to think of the defensive side of the game as well, and I think it will be is better in that than than Lacazette. Lacazette is a striker. You know, he doesn't. The defensive side is not. It doesn't come natural to him. Whereas I think it will be will do a job there. You know, it will be workmanlike, and it will be, and he can, and he will give us a little something going forward as well. And have you got any fears or um, expectations? Oh, I, I'm, I'm thinking of our waveform this season. I'm just, and I, uh, I want to be positive, right? I want to be positive going into this game, but there's just that little voice in the back of my head that's just telling me, you know what? Did Arsenal have been awful all season on the road? And, yeah, but we, and expected, uh, we, we weren't confident going into um, the. Chelsea FA Cup final at Wembley, uh, the Man City semi final at Wembley. Um, yeah. We're not this overly confident going into the Man City game or in the League Cup, known the way Man City yeah. are. We weren't overly confident even going into the home game against Tottenham uh, in the Emirates earlier this season. I, well, I, I for one wasn't hugely confident. Uh, this, this, I wasn't either. This, this, I wasn't either. This game, yeah. this game, this game does not run by like the normal rules of how things work my fear nope. my fears are that you know we get roasted early on and then it's just shit that you know it's, it's just losing to Tottenham is that will ruin the season for me uh, it, it will because we don't get to play them again we don't get to rectify that result that result is final and it's also a very important result because uh, they, they drew against Liverpool. Uh, yeah. Chelsea dropped points in the week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. just take a moment. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. So, so, so they they dropped points. Obviously, uh, Deli Ali and Kane. Um, went for the Olympic uh, diving competition against Liverpool. Oh, let's, 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 let's go into that. Let's go into that quickly. All right. Those two, right, simply because they're English and they're the darlings of English football, no one has really come out and mentioned those dives, especially Deli Ali's one. 
Nobody really talks about Deli it. Deli Ali's shot. You know? He is, he's a piece of shit. Deli Ali's a piece of shit. People were going to come out and go, oh, he's young. And, and pundits will say, oh, he has that little bit of a nasty streak in him and he needs to have that. No, he's a piece of shit. Right, there's a difference between having a little, a little nasty side to you and being a piece of shit. I, I quite liked, I quite liked him last year, um, and I thought he was a good player. And I think, I oh, was it last year, the season before? Um, he looked a real piece of work uh, in the midfield and really good. He played well for England, and then he's got above his station now. And I think, um, I, I think he, uh, he just thinks he's he's something special. And yes, he's a good player, uh, but those talks of him going to China and getting 650 million got out there for a couple of years and coming back he might have been better off to do that but in contrast you got Harry Kane who in the main uh, is a traditional old fashioned sort of English footballer most of the time he's quite honest and doesn't really do much diving um, or tackling he just does the very simple thing of scoring goals and scoring lots of them, uh, and I just I just hope the two of them don't connect. They, they, they'll be the two players for for me to to watch on the Arsenal side and uh, sorry on the um, Tottenham side and on the Arsenal side. Um, uh, it's it's going to be that front pairing, I suppose. It depends on which way you're looking at of like who you want to see to do good things are the ones that you go, oh shit, I'm really worried about Mustafi, Shaka if he plays. Um, I, I, I do not want to see Shaka on the pitch. I don't. And I'm looking at I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, the Tottenham midfield and I'm looking at players like Dembele and players like Wanyama and then particularly Dembele because he's the one who will go forward. And I'm looking at that, that midfield battle and I can see Xhaka getting completely outmuscled and completely just... I don't want to see him in this game. I really don't. But you know he will play. I don't know what the hell he's got on Arsenal. I don't know. I don't understand what Arsenal sees in him. I don't know why he can't see what we see. But... I, I don't want to see Xhaka in this game. You know, he doesn't give us, he, he doesn't give us that steal. He doesn't, oh, yeah, let's move on. Predictions? Oh God, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not doing it. You have to. I, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. You have to. You have to. Oh, fuck me. Not going to do that. 3-2, two. 3-2 two to the goons. I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal, but I would take a draw right now. I would too. I would too. I'm, I'm not going to lie. This is one game. I'd, I'd, I'd take a point. Everyone would take a point over an embarrassing loss because any loss is embarrassing. The um, Gunnar debate. Uh, we were going to discuss um, the treatment of ex-players. And this was your, yeah. your idea. Yeah. Because lately there's been, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly understand why this is, and this is where I don't understand the Arsenal fan base, or you know the, the social media aspect of the Arsenal fan base. So you have Ian Wright, and you have Lee Dixon, right? Those are the two that have popped up a lot recently. Now they are very vocal. 
right? They they still care about Arsenal. They still love Arsenal. So they're very vocal and they get very passionate about things that are going wrong. You see Ian Wright coming out saying things about Lacazette, about Ozil and about the manager in the past. They care. They care. But Arsenal fans on Twitter have literally gone on the attack. Ian Wright has had to delete his Twitter Lee Dixon has had to answer, you know, for his words on Arsenal Twitter as well. It's happened with Thierry when it, um, with the Alexis Sanchez um, situation. And, I thought and Thierry, I just, Thierry handled that quite well. He said, I, just, I didn't say anything. Yeah. And, but the, his, his, the shocking thing is these are people who have done a lot for the club and they deserve a lot more respect and being abused to the point they have to come out and defend themselves and then they have to defend their words and they have to delete their Twitter because Arsenal Twitter goes absolutely mental. I, th- I think we, we covered quite a bit of this in, in when we were talking about the Shaka and the treatment Shaka's got. It, it's a lot, of, a lot of keyboard warriors and a lot of idiots. And if these people... <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think there's anything you can do about it. There's no- nothing that will change. It will only get worse, in my mm-hmm. view, because as younger generations and people can just come along and go on TripAdvisor and slate a business off, or they can go on this. Uh, you know, you get an Uber home and you can go. Didn't like the guy, and you can say what you like. You know, mm-hmm. you can blame somebody for doing something to you. I think that's just modern. I, I, but I'm with you. I think the the player should have some some. Uh, should be respected Um, but I have no issue with um, fans showing vitriol uh, to a returning player or appreciation to a returning player if they're Mm -hmm. in the stadium Uh, for example Theo Walcott getting a a round of applause uh, Alex Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain getting rounds of applause uh, when Mm -hmm. they come off the pitch Um, Sami Nasri getting Tons of abuse, um, uh, you know, Adibayor getting tons of abuse. I, I, I have no issue with, with that whatsoever while it's in the confines of the stadium and in the game. Once they walk off that pitch, they are like me and you they're not at work okay they've got different obligations to do like we've all got obligations and we can bring our companies into disrepute etc but you know i i just think it should be within the confines of the stadium training ground and unless you make a completely tool of yourself and start fighting somebody outside a nightclub uh, or your mum starts robbing tea bags or your dad starts allegedly selling cocaine or you mm-hmm. start chanting racist stuff at a fellow player oh did I mention uh, no I didn't mention John Terry did I no no you didn't no, no. so um, but that's that's my view on it I mean it's like it's like it's like you can't have an opinion bear in mind like, these are guys who played for the club Right, these are guys who don't know a lot. These people who know, they, these people who know more football than any of us do. Exactly. So, to they are allowed, they are allowed to have an opinion, like I do, like you do. Right. Sometimes you're not going to agree with what somebody says, like when you know Ian Wright came out and like right now he's he's saying that Wenger is ruining Lacazette to some degree, to some extent. I do agree. To some extent, I don't. Right, but I'm not about to go on Twitter and and you know send vile abuse to him. And to be and this is 
Arsenal fans or supposed yeah, Arsenal fans as well. You know, I don't think it's any uh, Arsenal. Arsenal fans are quite vocal on on the internet, apparently, and uh, more than others. But I'm sure. I'm sure if you get Man United fans, I'm sure if you get uh, Chelsea fans, they all do it. Uh, yeah, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about Arsenal because we can all relate to it, right? So to see somebody like Ian Wright and like Lee Dixon, like Tony Adams, right, and like Thierry Henry getting abused because they have an opinion, or in Thierry's case, supposedly he did something, for Arsenal fans to go on Twitter and send abuse and for them to have to come out and defend themselves against their own fans. How anybody can abuse Thierry Henry or Ian Wright, in my view, uh, you can say, oi, you're out of order, or, I don't agree, but if anybody... They're, they're heroes. That'd be like, to be honest, I also feel similar about the Wenger situation. Hence, why I don't do marches and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> listen, we've this has been a long podcast, and <laughs> we we're not starting that one. And the only reason that I I will touch on that on on the the Wenger one is um, mm-hmm. because I think, like Ian Wright, like Thierry Henry, he's done tremendous amount for our football club and he deserves, deserves respect in that sense in the lines of uh, Sir, Her- uh, Sir Herbert Chapman etc and there will be uh, a statue or a bust uh, well there already is a bust but there will be a statue uh, off him outside the stadium um, yes we all have our views some of them got a long time ago I'm now for I wish he hadn't renewed his contract uh, but I'm never going to stand there and go finger out and you see you next Tuesday and you this that and the other not for me oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. look, look, step back from the edge I got a, I, I got a good, yeah. good 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 game changer just briefly then uh, sign of Abamyang, the Mkhitaryan Abamyang pairing. Uh, what did you feel about the um, Ozil signing new contract? Do you think it's a good value? Um, probably, uh, uh, that's probably enough then what we got because we, we can discuss um, the contracts are ending, but we might keep that to go for, for next week. Let's keep that for another, for another time. Um, the re-signing of Ozil, you know, because we've had a discussion about it. I'm, I'm, I was surprised, Yeah, you know, because all the signs were pointing towards him playing a blinder PR-wise. But he signed a new deal. A fair play to him. Because I really thought I was one of those people that said, I am not about to sing his name. I am not about to chant or, or have him in the, as a display pick or whatever until you commit to this club and he has now, I'm still not going to sing that song right? because I think it's, it's irritating but <laughs> you, 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 we had this listen people we had this in the pub the only reason he doesn't like the song is because it refers to Zidane Zidane's my hero Okay, Zidane is my hero. <laughs> so the fact that they, I know it's it's just the song, blah blah blah, but yeah, he's not bad than Zidane. I don't care. Change it, change it. You know, change it. Come on, man. There's plenty of players. He's better than ham and cheese. No, that doesn't work. No, no, no. You're gonna have to. I'm pretty sure there's there's plenty of football. This no no no. You need a two syllable last name for it to You're work. Quite out. But come on, the better than Zidane, please stop it. It, it ain't stop gonna it. be changed. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, um, yeah. Our, our, our um, signing of. Um, oh, 
<laughs> Obama Yang. Oh, this guy's going to hell. He's going to hell. Oh, that was you know I didn't I didn't anticipate that we would make that signing. I really I think didn't. It's a fantastic signing, but the fact that we get rid of the snake and we take the swap off Mkhitaryan, who I did say before I did rate, but Mkhitaryan has just been super powered by having a Bamiyang, and a Bamiyang has been super powered by having Mkhitaryan. Yeah, hundred percent. So they had this this unbelievable connection in Dortmund. So to have that opportunity to do it all again for clubs that they for the club that they actually want to play for, I cannot wait to see that connection purring one hundred percent. Because I still think it's in its teething phase yeah, yeah, in the yeah, 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 league for yeah. both. So oh, I can't wait for it. Mate, to mate, click. on Saturday. And again, last night watching the game, uh, probably even more so last night watching the game because I was a bit more concentrating on the game rather than uh, my uh, contribution to the crowd noise. Um, it was exciting to watch Arsenal again. It was, ex- it was. We could see a little sprinkle. I could see some of the shit that we still got, but I could see a sprinkle of the old Arsenal. Oh yeah, defensively was still shocking, yeah. you know, but going forward, it was quick, it was incisive, it was devastating, and it just felt good to see Arsenal play that way. But we know with, with Jekyll and Hyde, you know, so for every Everton performance, there's a Swansea performance, you know. And I suppose we need to wrap things up a little bit because we've been on this. This is going to be a long one, kids and ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Five word guy, game. Have you got your five words for tonight? Or are we waiting for Mike? No, I've I've got my five words. Okay, I've got but mine. You go first this time. Okay. Alex Song. Ah. Uh, um. Potential. Potential? Okay. Liam Brady. Oof. Left foot. Mm. Skippy, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. George Graham. You've said George Graham before. No, I haven't. Mike. I kept a list. It was Mike. It was Mike. George Graham. Um, one nil. Good. 2017-18 blue kit, our official away kit. Oh, awful. Get rid. Get rid. Fucking hate it. Hate it. Disgust. Get rid. Now, it's a quick fire. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so don't take too long. Oh, my God. Arsenal fans TV. I love it. I love it. I, I, it's got its time and its place. I think some of the Vox pops are crap and some of the content that they do are really, really good. So I I don't love it, but I appreciate some of it. Okay. Okay. Come back at me then. All right, you ready? Yep. Let's start with... Edu. Oh, I met him. Really? Yeah. Well, 
not directly have met him. He walked past the car showroom I had with his mum when he was going to buy something in Curry's. So I met him. If if if, if this if that was twenty ten years later, I would have had a selfie. Okay, okay. But what what's your word? What the hell's your answer? I met him. Okay. Okay. Next one. No, okay. Actually, no. He he was he was a good player. He was a good player. Uh, it's just one of those underrated players, wasn't he? Very. I think we played him the way Alex Ferguson played um, Fletcher, Darren Fletcher. Yes. So he yes. would come in and do a job. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Do a job. Actually, that's a good. That's my answer. Do a job. Okay. Go on, number two. Danny Feesman. Must be respectful of the dead, eh? Um, he's got a bridge. Okay. Eduardo. Oh, that fucking leg break. Oh, mate, heartbreaking, honestly. He, he could have been fantastic. That, oh. that fucking ruined his, his career. He really did. He so, really did. Yeah. Unfulfilled, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Okay. Justin Hoyt. <laughs> Slightly better than his brother. <laughs> not by much. Not by much. And last but not least, Park Chu Young. How many shirts did he sell? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. I like that. I like that. That's my five, man. Thank you, and we'll uh, we'll carry on with that next week. Right, so I uh, hope you've enjoyed this uh, marathon, um, marathon, uh, marathon ep- uh, podcast. Um, there was a lot to cover. We had two games, and obviously the North London Derby. Um, we'd love you to uh, add your comments onto our Facebook page, uh, make some comments, and like it on SoundCloud, uh, on iTunes. Uh, we can be contacted on Twitter, and our Twitter handle is what, Manny? No, I don't know. You tell me. Okay. It's Guns and Ribbons at Guns and Ribbons. Uh, and we can be contacted on email at info at gunsandyellowribbons.com uh, and Guns and Yellow Ribbons on Facebook. Um, I'd like to just make a, uh, just a slight comment at the end of this. I, I, I went to I went to the football uh, on Saturday and I bumped into uh, the guy who sits to my right um john hasn't been there for a while so john where have you been da 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 and he said oh i'm fed up with all this finger and the atmosphere and da 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 he says i haven't bothered coming up i said all right well happy new year happy easter da da i said and you haven't turned up where's jim and i'm referring to uh my friend jim dance um and i saw him just at new year uh at the Chelsea game and uh, uh, unfortunately I found out really really (laughs) there and then that unfortunately Jim has passed away Uh, he had a very short illness and he leaves a wife and a child Um, he they were going to do some fundraising for him and it's going to be a charity cure CJD Uh, we will uh, once we've got the actual link to the Just Given page we'll paste that up but uh, another gooner in heaven eh indeed rest in peace to Jim Jim so (laughs) Manny yes sir it's been real Mike we've missed you yes we have and hopefully we'll be back next week and everything's around with the family 
Yeah, we did mention that we've got to try and get Reesan from Arsenal. Uh, we did try and we had a few technical issues. So we're going to try and see if we can get uh, Reese to join us uh, next week when we'll be talking about the North London derby and also previewing our Europa League game against the Swedish lot. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, like us, share us, whatever else you do. the Arsenal what do you think of Tottenham fucking shit <laughs> <laughs>